Welcome to here's a Johnny's Reviews, the Emu for Review podcast that will try to release movies but may end up slicing and dicing them. And every month there's a theme. And as it's September, I'm doing Not So Super September. Tonight I'm covering, or I'm supposed to be covering The Spirit. However, when I looked at the disc, I swear to God, it looked like Freddy had gotten his hands on it and used it as a fucking scratch post for crying out loud. Mental note, never, never lend out DVDs. And anyway. Also, I was going to do a bonus review for my birthday, but this week got away from me, so that's a note to that one. So, I had to search my DVD hell, and I came across Constantine, or Constantine. I know nothing of the graphic novels. This is based off of, and as I have said many, many times before, I haven't read a comic book since 1989, so, hmm. Oh, no, but this movie was, this was Keanu Reeves' first big movie, after the Matrix sequels that tanked. To be fair... This movie isn't actually that bad, but from what I've read online, this is nothing like the comic books, and hence the hate. Anyway, grab your holy icons, and see your hell minis, because we're going to hell. So, with its $70 million budget, this thing pulled in $230 million. So it's actually made money then, so it didn't tank, so hmm. Screw the negative press. Starring Keanu Reeves, Raquel Weiss. Shia LaBeouf, Gavin Rosdale, and Taylor Swinton. Directed by Francis Lawrence. This is his first movie, and he was a movie video director, so that's not a good bloody sign. Anyway, the plot. John Constantine is an exorcist with a been-there-done-that attitude. He's also a hard smoker and a hard drinker. He's also dying with cancer. He is tasked to investigate the death of a young woman by her twin sister who says she was murdered and did not commit suicide. Things unravel when John visits Hell to uncover the plot of a demon to take over the world with the help of a pissed off archangel. Can John stop this plot? Will he finally go to heaven when he dies? And what will the devil do when he finds out? Find out here. So after the studio logos, it opens up on a quote. He who possesses the spirit of destiny holds the fate of the world in his hands. And then it opens up on Mexico as two homeless men are digging in the trash and indeed the sand. One falls through a wooden foreboard and finds the spearhead wrapped in a Nazi flag. Should it have been Argentina, not Mexico? I don't think the Nazis were actually in Mexico, but Argentina, yes. Hmm. And moving on. Oh yes, and apparently the Nazi flag was burnt after this film. Uh, this scene was filmed because they don't want the neo-Nazis to get their hands on it, so there we have that one. Anyway, he walks off and is instantly hit by a car, but it wraps around him and he walks away with a strange mark appearing on his wrist of a cross wrapped in a circle. Up pops the titles. On to LA, where we see a teen girl crawling up the wall possessed by a demon. Her mother screams, blesses herself, and indeed calls for help as it pulls John Constantine, played by Keanu Reeves, doing his best exorcist impression as he leaves a taxi, driven by uh, Chaz Kramer, played by Shia LaBeouf, pre-Transformers. Constantine walks into a house, traps the vain demon in a mirror before throwing it out of the window, hitting the taxi below. I mean, as 
exorcisms go. This one's pretty unique. I mean, I've seen dozens of exorcisms, I mean, but this one's pretty unique. Also at the house to be meet, Father Hennessy, played by Perut Taylor Vince. He's a disgraced ex-priest with a drinking problem. However, he's also one of Constantine's contacts. He is also paranoid that demons are after him. As John says, he must get some sleep because the demons are not after him. It's all in his head and he's paranoid and blah, 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 blah. But we find out he has powers, so hmm, maybe the demons were after him after all, John. So, anyway, I love the fact that John is a chain smoker asshole who has this been there, done that, seen it all attitude. Uh, as he sends this vain demon back to hell. I also love this demon is so vain, it can't help look itself in a mirror even after it's driven from the little girl's body. Now, I'm not sure I like the look of this demon's, this whole half skull thing. I'm not sure about that one, but there we have it. So then John is then taken by uh, Chaz, who is bitching him and moaning all the way there, like the demon hit his car, and blah, 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 and it almost destroyed his taxi, and how can he know we exist, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, oh my god, oh, shut up, you little shit, just drive him home and shut the fuck up. Anyway, cut to our instruction to Angela Dodson, played by Raquel Wells. She is in confession, as she has killed a man, a bad man. She's a cop and always knows where and when to shoot these bad guys. She then asks the priest if she is cursed or is she on a holy path. He just says it's all God's plan. You know, typical bullshit fucking priest talk shit. Cut to Isabel Dodson, also played by Raquel Wells. She is awakened from her sleep. As we see, she's in a Catholic hospital. She hears a voice, so... She's now seeing weird shit as she goes to the roof and jumps off the roof. She also has the mark on the wrist. Angela feels her sister's death and awakes from, from a startle. Cut to John throwing up blood. Next day, he's at the same hospital Isabel died at, handed at, and he's told his cancer is back big time and he will die within six months. Angela, who is working the case, sees Isabel's dead body, but refuses to believe she killed herself. Hold on a minute here, she's the, the, the cop in charge, would she be able to do her own sister's murder slash suicide? Hmm, I'm not sure about that one. Anyway, she bumps into John, who is a complete and utter arsehole and doesn't hold a list for her, and just laughs and mocks at her, saying, you're not going down, love, or what's that effect? Meanwhile, in Mexico, the homeless man has made it to the border and jumps into America, as he does, all living creatures die has contact. On to John meeting his cue, played by Larry Cedar. He arms John up with holy water bombs, a screeching beetle, and a dragon's breath flamethrower. I don't think I actually used again. I'm pretty sure though the beetle comes in contact once, and the dragon's breath flamethrower. I don't think I've used again actually. So hmm. Uh, also, the holy water bombs, I don't think I've used again, so what was the point of, of making these props are going to blend them again? Anyway, John tells him about the demon he fought earlier, telling him, his cue that is, to hit the books as he thinks this is not right, because apparently this is a soldier demon, not just any old demon, it's a soldier demon, and it tried to bite his way through the human's body. Hmm, weird. Anyway, that night in the pouring rain, Chaz is bitching to John yet again. 
he wants to be more than just his taxi ride. He wants to be an exorcist, uh, exorcist, even I can't right. exorcist, as just like John. But John calls him a Robin, a sidekick. Just shut up and do your job. <laughs> I love that line, actually, you know. Next, John goes to see the Catholic Church. Indeed, a priest, however, Angela shows up to talk to him. So John talks to the Archangel Gabriel, played by Tilda Swinton. Now, I wonder something. 16 plus years ago, 15 plus years ago, rather. If there was a backlash for a woman playing a male angel? Hmm. Anyway, the priest tells Angela her sister cannot have a full Catholic funeral, as she indeed killed herself. Meanwhile, John begs Gabrielle for more time to deal with these soldier demons uh, he's been fed against for the past several weeks. She says, no, he's going to hell. No, not heaven, no matter how many demons he sends back to hell. And she's a bit of a prick to him. I mean, she sits there and, and mocks him and gloats him, saying, like, you fucked your life up, you smoked, you chain smoked since you were 15, and you took your own life, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so you're a damn soul, and da, la, la. What a complete bitch. That's a fucking angel she is. Anyway, outside he goes, telling Angela God's punchlines are real killers, as he walks off into the rain. She's just standing there stunned. I mean, then she finds out his name. Much later, uh, later. Cut to Father Hennessy scanning the newspaper using his psychic powers to search for his next case. This is what I don't get. How can the priest be psychic? I mean, I thought he was just a fat fucking ex priest, but apparently he's got psychic powers that he can scan for the newspaper to find this next case. I have no idea. He finds Isabel's suicide. So, cut to Angela watching Isabel jump off the roof via CCD footage. She hears her sister say Constantine. However, she ends up back, it says nothing. Hmm. Her phone starts to ring, and there's no answer. Then her home phone goes on, and I swear to God, there's about 40 phones ringing at one time. Was this supernatural powers, or what the hell? She could have any phones in her house. And also, I find it weird that in 2005, she actually has a fax machine. It's weird. Anyway, never mind a fucking landline, but she's a fucking fax machine. That's wrong. Moving on. Back to John. He's knocking back cough syrup uh, he bought at a 7-Eleven. When he sees a crow flying into a billboard, telling him his time is up. He's then attacked by a man made up of bugs and snakes. So John uses the screeching beetle thing in a matchbox and sends him back to hell. However, instead of doing it, he just stands below traffic as the bugs are splattered on a truck. Okay then. Cut to Chaz, whining to John yet again. He walks into Midnight, played by Jamon Hanasu, I think I pronounced his name. Bar, because this is where all the angels and demons all hang out. John tells her to be outside the club, because she must have psychic powers to get in, and blah 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 blah. Anyway, Midnight is pissed off at John because he tried to sell him a fake idol. However, when he says he is dying, he mocks him, saying the devil himself would come to earth to claim his soul. Okay then. John then tells him about the soldier demons he's been f sending to hell via the murder and the other ones he's fought. And then he talks about the bug demon that had just attacked him. Midnight doesn't believe John, so John has to pull in a favour to use a chair. Okay then. I mean, what the hell is about this chair? Uh, I, I thought it was just a, a portal to hell, but it's not. It's a time travel device for some bloody reason. Hmm. Anyway, in walks a Balthazar, played by Gavin Rosdale. 
he's the devil's favourite demon or son, it's unclear. And he's a cocky son of a bitch because of course he is. And he mocks John because he's an arsehole demon. Midnight stops the bickering as John coughs up blood and runs out of the, the bar in a panic. As back home, John, who is now drunk, traps a spider under a glass and blows smoke into it. He says, welcome to my life slash world. And this guy's a complete, utter, fucking unlikable asshole getting. Anyway, Angela knocks on his door, asking him for help. At first he says he's not interested until she tells him about her sister knowing about the demons and indeed the supernatural. And he is such a dick dickhead to her, she walks out in disgust. He thinks nothing of it until he, he sees a whole flock of demons flying after her. Out he goes for reasons? If he's such an arsehole, why would he go to save her? I mean, this makes no sense. He tells her that God and a devil made up a bet for all the souls on earth, one or takes all. However, no direct contract, contact except for only minor influence. Who kidding? She has a belief in until they're attacked as all the streetlights go off at the same time. They're surrounded by flying demons, so John lights a rag and forces them back to hell and note the rag is supposed to be a piece of the Moses the Moses blanket that was in his Moses basket so kidding with the demons now ashed Angela throws up and John says that's due to the sulfur as that's a surefire sign of demons and he's lights another cigarette up and note John smokes 13 cigarettes during this movie I just want to throw it in for no bullshit reason. So John tells her the demons were after her, not him. So she might be in trouble. So to go back to her flat, where she fills a small pan of water. He places his feet in it while holding a cat. As down he goes to hell to look for Isabel. Time slows down as John goes to hell. And i got to say, I love this hell. It was like a nuclear bomb was just blown up and the world is now in an ashy flames. As demons surround John, he finds Isabel, who hands him her medical bracelet as proof. Seconds later, Angela opens the door and sees John is smouldering and coughing up blood, mumbling something about their twins. He then hands her the medical ID bracelet, and indeed she knows her sister's in hell. Okay then, there's a nice way of telling that one, mate. I mean, hmm. Cut to Hennessy. In the morgue, looking at Isabel's dead body, he touches her arm, then the mark reappears as he has seen her in hell, and now hell or a demon is after him for some bloody reason. He runs to a 7-Eleven where he tries to get booze, but nothing will pour out into his mouth. Something about the booze will quieten the voices or something like that, and he, can't, he hasn't had sleeping days because he keeps on hearing more and more demonic voices, but the booze nurse him or something like that. Anyway. So he's smashing bottles of booze, lifting his centre, but no matter how many bottles he smashes, he can't get the drink into his mouth. In walks Balthazar, watching as the priest drowns in booze before cutting open his palm, writing something in blood. Cut to John telling Angela his story while they eat pancakes on the side of the road. How hygienic is that? That as a child he could see demons. His parents sent him to get shock treatment as... They didn't believe in the demonic entities. And of course it didn't work. So he tried to kill himself. Actually he did kill himself when he was about 15. However. 
in the back of the ambulance. He was brought back to life, but he was dead for two minutes. As he explains, two minutes in hell is like a thousand years. Now he'll do anything to avoid hell and go back into heaven. He then tells her he knows the real world. Beyond this world, okay, calm the fuck down, Matrix. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm getting heavy Matrix vibes from now on in. Angela is called to deal with Hennessy's de- death, rather, as John goes with her, with her to see the mark on his palm. It's the same mark that was on Isabel's wrist and indeed the homeless Mexican. What is this mark? Who knows? The police think he drowned himself in booze and think nothing of it because apparently you can dress up in booze. <laughs> John then calls his Q to tell him he's found the mark on Hennessy's part and dig it out and find out what, what is what with this mark. Angela then takes John to Isabel's deathbed, telling him uh, what she and her saw as a kid, i.e. the demons and angels, and the mother was scared of, of Isabel but not her because she lied to her continually and her dad thought it was all, all done for attention. She then takes him into Isabel's bedroom where he badgers to find a secret message that Isabel may have left behind. She breathes on a window to find a message something about Corinthians chapter 17. John tells Angela in hell the Corinthians uh, go up to chapter 21 because hell is their own bible apparently. Hmm. So while on the phone to his queue John is then told that the devil's son wants to be born in via a human to go on earth to reign in hell how the fuck's that work in order to do so he needs a psychic Isabel and divine help aka Gabriel so Q is quickly killed at his bowling alley hideout by Balthasar John finds him swarmed by bees get it because he's John's bugman I mean, there's a whole joke about how he's a bugman and he gives him all these weird insects and da 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 so hmm back to the homeless mexican he's now stealing a car to get to los angeles john is now super pissed and is out for blood so angela tells him she thinks she's psychic and she saw things too when she was a kid she tells him she feels guilty over the death of her of her sister because she turned her back on her and abandoned her. Okay then. When they were kids, she lied to their parents. When Isabel begged her to tell the truth, she said she couldn't see the demons. And this was bullshit, so this is now personal and she wants revenge for her sister's death. So she asked John to let her go to hell, uh, which he does by drowning her in a bathtub of water. Why does she, he need a pot, but she's a whole bath? So John <clears throat> kills her, sending her to her hell, however, when the water boils and explodes in the bathtub, it just explodes everywhere. She is fine, shocked to see what hell looks like, but otherwise fine, because reasons. She then writes she could always see um, the real world, but she refused to believe it. She is now a super powerful psychic all of a sudden. I mean, just literally just add water and there you go, psychic powers. So Angela runs to where Q's body, this is what I don't get, right. She says she's now got super secret, super psychic rather powers and she knows what happened to Q. So she runs to where Q's body is and she finds Balthazar's hell door coin. So John now knows. He makes his ultimate weapon, a gold crucifix grenade launcher that 
Wolffire, Holy Fire also. Okay then. So John takes Angela to office building, telling her to wait in the car as he takes on Balthazar. She's having none of it, however. And I love how in this fight, John pulls out gold, um, holy crucifix, fucking brass knuckle things, and beats up Balthazar with them, which apparently he kept. So John tries to send Balthazar to heaven via the last rites. Once Balthazar spills all that the spirit of destiny has been found, they will use Angela to birth the Antichrist. John then tries to send him back to hell by using his holy fire. Even though it didn't work earlier, but it works this time. Hmm. So, while walking and talking, John explains that Christ was killed by the spear, not the crucifixion. Uh, suddenly, Angela is pulled through a building to the hospital by Gabriel. And I've got to say, this ending has all sorts of uh, matrix in it. I mean, hmm. Also, the ending, it kind of falls to pieces for me. I mean, it's not quite working right. So, anyway. So, John is beyond pissed by this point and runs to Midnight to demand he uses the chair. After a quick fight where Midnight holds John up by his cancerous lungs... John begs for help, telling him of Q's and the priest's death. So he lets him use the chair, which sends him back in time to witness the events and how the Spear of Destiny is fine, found, and indeed who now owns the Spear of Destiny. By the way, this chair is an electric chair, and apparently it's killed a thousand people, and blah 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 blah. How did he not know that Gabriel was in this thing? Is he really this thick? I mean, or is this audience really this thick? Why was this written so badly? So now he knows where Angela is, and he arms up with holy bullets made from gold crosses and other bits and bobs here and there. It is on John versus a hospital full of demons. So what does he do? Why he takes the useless Chaz with him? Because Chaz won't shut the fuck up for this entire bloody old movie. Meanwhile, Angela has to fight off the homeless Mexican who tries to rape her in a pool. Get in. So Chaz drops across into the water tank as John sets up the sprinkler systems and sends all the demons to hell. This turns into a first-person shooter as John... Not a first-person shooter, a third-person shooter. As John blasts away half-breed demons left and right using his crucifix uh, rocket launcher thing, great launcher, the hell the fuck it is. Angela is then drowned by a Mexican homeless man as in hell she's taken over by a demon. John arrives but it's too late to save her. It is well too late as she's been possessed by the devil's son. So Angela, the possessed Angela, tries to drown John. However, Chaz saves him as John exercises the demon out of her. It's too late, however, she's with child. That was bloody well quick. John can't talk for reasons, so Chaz sends it back to hell. As here comes the twist everyone saw coming, as Gabriel kills Chaz by bouncing off the roof and then the floor and the roof and the floor and the roof and the floor. Now, majorly pressed, John takes on Gabrielle. And here she bond villain monologues, the reasons why. She's jealous any human can go to heaven after they have sinned all they want in life. All they have to do is ask for forgiveness on their deathbed. 
whereas she is nothing but God's slave. She must do as she's told, and she's majorly fucking pissed. Therefore, if she helps the devil's son, she can rule earth where he rules hell. John now knows Gabriel is completely fucking insane. So, he kills himself as Gabriel makes Angela pregnant yet again. Time stops as John dies. The devil himself, played by Peter Stromer, I think that's his name, claims John's soul. John tells them that next door Gabriel is planning to release Manon, aka the devil's son, onto earth right under his bloody well nose. How does the devil not know us is beyond me, but there we have it. Isn't he supposed to be the all-knowing evil ruler of hell? I mean, hmm. Anyway, he pulls possessed Angela away from Gabriel just as she was about to impale her with the Spear of Destiny. Then tries to smite then Gabriel tries to smite Lucifer, however God smites her. Lucifer sends Junior back home as God burns off Gabriel's wings, sending her to Earth to live as a human. A fate much worse than death according to her. Lucifer asks John what does he want in return. He says Isabel's soul to go to heaven, which he agrees as he tries to drag John down to hell. And oops, sorry, he's now forgiven and he can go into heaven. Because apparently it was self-sacrifice and therefore he can get into heaven now. Hmm. Nope, Lucifer isn't having that shit and he pulls the cancer from John's lungs and drags him back down to earth. He is now alive with a full lifespan. And I love how Lucifer pulls the cancer out in the exact same place that Midnight grabbed him earlier. So with Earth saved, John lives cancer free. Lucifer returns to hell and Gabriel is now human. Credits roll onto a stinger of Chaz is now a guardian angel. So that was Constantine. This feels like a Matrix clone done in the cheap. The story is fine. The effects are good for the time, but the acting is par, and this just feels like it was rushed. The ending looks cheap, and is all over the body shot. Barely anything is explained about the mark on the hand. There's nothing explaining why Satan didn't realise that one of his many um, children, apparently, um, was trying to escape hell. How did God not know about Gabriel? Where did the spear end up in Mexico and not Argentina? Not explained. Moving the hell right on. However, this is not as bad as people make out. I'm going to give this thing a 6 out of 10. Now, come back next week as I kick off one-off October, which I look at one-off horror movies, such as The Others and Popcorn. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's A Pod. Check out my other franchise podcasts of The Omen, Hellraiser, Underworld, and more. Also my solo podcast of The Exorcist, Evil Dead, Prince of Darkness, and many, many, many more. A bye.